Welcome to our Week 5 Recap of the National Football League and our Week 6 Preview. Uh, just to start out here with Week 5, we did have a, uh, we have an axe alert. Uh, Matt Rule, axe alert commencing. Uh, Matt Rule was fired as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he was a hot commodity coming out of college. Probably will be going back to the college ranks somewhere, but uh, Michael, thoughts on Matt Rule getting fired so early in the season and just overall thoughts on Matt Rule? Well, we, we, we talked about it last week, um, you know, when I was talking about um, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, you guys had brought up uh, Matt Rule, and it's just, you know, you trade for Darnold, you trade for Baker. You bring back Cam. You bring back Cam, like it's just, they, they can't figure out what they're doing at quarterback. Um, you know, Christian McCaffrey, I don't feel like he's being used the way he needs to be. Um, it's just, it's it's not pretty. Um, and and I think they just they had enough of it. And they got to get somebody in there. I think they tried, you know, the college way and then got an NFL. It just shows it's very difficult for a college coach to go into the NFL um, and, and, and figure it out. And, and also vice versa. I think it's difficult for NFL coaches to go down to college, as you're kind of seeing with Herm Edwards. He's already been axed out. Um, it's just, it's not, you, you're either, you're one or the other. You, you know, it doesn't always uh, go both ways. Um, so, I wasn't surprised about it. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't see where their, what their offensive plan was. Um, and for Rule, I think he was supposed to be an offensive guy. Um, Baker did not help him at all, and I don't know why they traded for him. I just, I don't get it. Yeah, uh, Matt Rule ended his career in Carolina with an 11 and 27 record. He signed a 62 million dollar contract when he was signed. I mean, so obviously people thought well of him. I don't know how much of this is Matt Rule's fault. It's more of it's the organization. Here's the quarterbacks he had: Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Cam Newton, P.J. Walker. Uh, just for reference, Brock Osweiler, right? Not a very good starting NFL quarterback. He had a better QBR than everybody but Teddy Bridgewater. So Brock Osweiler, in terms of QBR, would have been a better quarterback than the four. Is Darnold was hurt? Four. Darnold's hurt. Um, so I think P.J. Walker's going to be starting this week because Baker's hurt as well. And that's always been kind of the thing with Baker. It's just you can't stay on the field. And, it's not big enough. Um, yeah, that, that's that's the other thing. But, yeah, Matt Rule, Axel, Steve Wilkes, the, the former Arizona Cardinals head coach, was named the interim. I mean, the Cardinals – or the, the Panthers might just be – you know, tanking for, for Stroud or whoever. They're trying mm -hmm. to get a quarterback because they got to get something figured out. What, what they, they have been doing has they not do. worked. But uh, we'll head right in here. We'll head into the National Football League from week five, and then we'll make our picks for week six. Michael, as always, if it was a game that we picked, go ahead and shoot it up. First, Thursday Night Football, 12-9. The Colts defeat the Broncos. Uh, I didn't see a second of this game. I would say I watched the highlights, but there wasn't much. Uh, I think SportsCenter had probably 30-second clip. Uh, thoughts on this game here? Well, uh, I was also playing softball at this time, so I didn't get to see a whole ton of it. Um, I did get home. I believe it was nine to it was nine to six. Broncos. Colts had kicked a field goal. Um, game ended up going into overtime. Um, Russell Wilson has not learned his lesson about running the ball. Um, he decided to to throw it. Did he or did Hackett? Well, uh, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Wilson threw the ball. 
Um, it wasn't Hackett throwing it. But Hackett's calling the play. Well, that may be. But, you know, these guys can audible. Um, you, you can audible if you have to. And um, so basically what happened was um, Indy got the ball, came down, kicked a field goal. Um, so that meant that the Broncos were going to get a chance. Got all the way down to, I want to say, maybe... Weren't they up 9-6 and he threw a pick with like two minutes ago and then Indy went down and kicked a yeah, field goal to go to overtime? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's how All it right, happens. so get this. Yeah, so I've got McManus on the fantasy team, so he had got 10 points for me. There's two minutes, there was a little over two minutes left in the game. It's fourth down. Russell Wilson throws, gets a first down. I go into the grocery store. They're up. Uh, Two-minute warning's coming up. I mean, this game's over, right? This game is over. No, he decides to run play action, throws it in the right corner, picked off by uh, Stephon Gilmore. They end up coming down, kicking a field goal, and then it goes into overtime. That's when they kick the field goal. And the crazy thing was is they hadn't given up a touchdown the whole game. They had given up two field goals to the Colts. So literally all they had to do was kick a field goal with probably 20 seconds left in the game if they had just kept running the ball, and then get a stop. They can't. Colts come down, kick a field goal, goes to overtime. Colts kick a field goal. Broncos get all the way back down and decide to throw the ball on fourth down. Understood. It was, it was fourth and short, so they still could have got a first down. And um, I don't know if you saw the play, but K.J. Hamler is running wide open. It looked like they had trips to the right almost, and he just ran, like, two guys ran a combo route to the right side, and Hamler just right up the middle. Um, didn't see him. Threw it to the left where a guy kind of was doing, like, a, a, a crossing route. Um, deeper in the end zone, got tipped. And in his press conference, he... You know, it gave his Broncos country, let's ride. Like, I just, I don't understand. You're paying Russell Wilson that much money. It, something's, there, there's got to be better offensive decisions. Well, I'm here, I'll break into that. So, Rob, brother of the podcast, we talked about this the other night, but we talked about how they're paying him all this money. Well, it comes out that Russell Wilson's playing with a, a torn labrum the last two weeks. Why are you playing? Then get him? out. Yeah, like, get out. Why? What is? I don't understand what the Broncos are doing. Like you're not, you're not helping the situation by playing a guy with a torn labrum. I mean, that's basically playing with a, a ripped in half shoulder. It just doesn't make sense. And uh, Frank, right? You're getting close to an ax alert. You're not there yet, but you're getting dang close. I don't. I don't think you can put Frank right. Uh, He's getting close. Jim Air. Jim Air. I, I, I don't think you thing. can pair him with Matt Ryan. Um, Matt Ryan is, is just a, a one-year thing. Well, um, Carson, Wentz, Carson Wentz was his guy, and they thought so highly of him, they got rid of him. Yeah, so, well, uh, he's getting close. Jonathan Taylor was a much better running back with Carson Wentz. He's getting close. Uh, we'll move on here. Yep. I don't need to talk about a 12-9 game for a long time. Yeah. We'll move on to uh, across the pond in London. Uh, the Giants defeated the Packers 27-22. Uh, Packers were up 17-3 early. I believe it was even 23 at one point. Uh this was a game we picked. Michael, what, what did we no, do? No, it was, was 17-10, then they made it 20-10 at half. Okay, but they're yeah. up 17-3. This was a game we picked. Yeah. So myself, Cody, and Lane all took the Giants minus the 8, got the dub. Uh, Trace, Pens, and Rob took Packers. 
Um, ugh. Like, I just, I don't, there was one series in the fourth quarter where they threw the ball three times. Packers threw on first down, second down, third down, incomplete, all three downs. You know, Rodgers talked about opening up the passing game more. Um, he definitely did that. He threw the ball deep, but there was nobody was open deep. Um, I think sometimes there just is this, you know, uh, thought of them that they have to do this one thing, and when it's not working, it's just let Aaron Rodgers do something. Uh, the defense was awful. Awful defense. When you have Daniel Jones just running play action on you all over the place, I get Saquon Barkley is a good running back. You bottled him up for the most part. Like, make them run Saquon Barkley down your throat 10, 12 times. Like, if that's how they want to beat you, then, then that's what you're... But they literally had no idea. There were people running wide open. It's like, oh, we got our best cornerback back. Jair Alexander, the highest paid cornerback. We got him back. What does he do? It's just communication errors. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense what they're doing. Rasul Douglas had two holding penalties and an, unner an unnecessary roughness penalty that all hurt. It's just, they're making dumb mistakes as a team right now. And yeah, we say, you know, they won three in a row and they were back on track. I think going to London is difficult because it's just weird out there, but they did not look good. All right, so my thoughts on the game, I actually did get to watch a good amount of this game. Uh, first off, I don't care about the London shit. Every team's got to do it. LaFleur's done it before. Don't care about it. Giants had to do the same exact thing. Um, I'll read off this tweet. Aaron Jones ranks first among all NFL running backs with 6.39 yards per carry. He ranks tied for 19th in rushing attempts with 61. I understand the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, okay? Aaron Jones gets paid more than Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's new, but you could throw him in there too. He gets paid more than DeAndre Swift. He gets paid more than a lot of these guys. I'm sitting here in an Aaron Jones jersey tonight just hoping the vibes go up to Green Bay and we start using him because the games we lose, we don't use Aaron Jones enough. We don't use A.J. Dillon enough. And this isn't just a this-year thing. When the Packers lose, they are one-dimensional, and they couldn't have been more one-dimensional the other night. Yeah. Looking at, so, lost week one, he had five touches. Five carries, excuse me. Five carries. This week, lost 13 carries. Okay, decent amount, but he only had two, two receptions. So he got 15 touches. That's not enough. You're paying him all this money. You need to throw it to the guys that you know can make plays. Aaron Jones, that's all he does is make plays. Here, not even just Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. I was just going to say, I don't think it's just an Aaron Jones no, thing. No, I think it's the combination of the two. The loss against the Vikings, 10 carries. The loss against the Giants, 6 carries. You trust A.J. Dillon. You trust Aaron Jones. We need to use them more. In the games that we lose, we don't use them. And it's been that way the whole Matt LaFleur era. This team reminds me a lot of the first year LaFleur team where they went to the NFC Championship, but everybody knew going into that game we had no chance. Well, it's because everybody was hurt. I, I don't care. That's what it reminds me of. The offense is, like, they're good at, when they're scripted. They're good their first couple drives, and then it's just like we have no clue what to do. They, we don't make adjustments well at all. I would like to see more Jones and Dylan in the passing game. I don't have a problem with throwing the ball. I want to get them in mismatches out in space. I get that sometimes running the ball, like the wear and tear that the running backs take at that position, 
I totally understand that you don't want to be giving a guy the ball 30 times a game and just let him run up the middle. But sometimes you run it to him on the outside. You gotta do some other things. Sometimes you gotta run a screen pass for him. Run, a, run something out of a flat. Put him out wide. Get him some different looks. I don't think Dobbs played well, whether it's you just didn't give him the chances. Watson got what. hurt again. Watson got hurt again. That's what he's become. You can put him and Watkins in the same goddamn category. They're just injury prone. Uh, Cobb played really well. Cobb, Cobb was, was decent. Tanyan had a couple of nice plays. But it's just, it's, it's not enough. Somebody else has to, to step up. And if... Honestly, I don't think Rodgers went to Dobbs enough. I don't think Rodgers went to Dobbs End enough. of the game, third and two, fourth and two. Both your players get deflected. You need to. You have Quadzilla sitting there on the sidelines. He needs to touch the ball at least once. If he can't get you two yards, he shouldn't be on the field. I, that, that, that is No, you need to run it once there. Just I once. was just going to say, I, I, get, don't care if you don't I get throwing it twice, on fourth but, and two, but you have, to run it, you have to run it on third and two and see what you got. pass on third and two and run it on fourth. You've got to give your best playmakers a chance to get the ball. In there, those two are your best playmakers right now that you I can agree. trust. I agree, but I don't like running it on fourth and two. I like throwing it on third and two, and then if you get positive yards, you can still run it on fourth. I I agree with that. I don't care how they did it. I just you can't do the same. I don't like leaving it to just a run on fourth. You can't I, do I the same. I, I, I hey, they gotta they gotta get better. Now there's some some you know talks about Rodgers oh, not liking. At Jair's mouth. Rogers, take your diaper off. I'm so sick of this well, shit. Like, you know, grow up, dude. I he, get it. Rogers is. Th this could be his last. That's try. That's how he's trying to lead. This I, could be his last year. I, 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 I believe me. I totally understand. I just, where was Jair? Like, are you hurt? Then don't play. If you're not, if you're not hurt, get your ass out there and make some plays. He's not doing anything. Well, he's played two games. I mean, no, I'm saying last week. You were hurt, then you got, then you were ready to play. What did you do? I, I didn't watch the game that closely. I couldn't. He, he didn't do shit. He didn't do anything. Well, it sounded like the whole defensive scheme wasn't. The it was. So it was not. It, it was not. Uh, Quay Walker, you could tell there's some growing pains with Quay Walker. Which we knew. We knew that. We knew that was going to happen. Um, he, I just thank God for Devondre Campbell because we'd be uh, even worse without him. <laughs> and I mean, you know that the Packers are going to be fine. Right, like we, we we understand the Packers are going to be fine. Um, I just that's a game you gotta win. I just don't think right now they're. I mean, Roger said it last week. We can't sustain the way that we win. I don't think they're good enough right now to win a Super Bowl. I no, think. no. But they were they were three and one in their first four games and lost a turnover battle all three all four weeks. That that's what I think they're talking about that they can't sustain. Is they can't be losing the turnover. Oh, they're just, battle. you know, they play too good. They haven't played a full game of football yet. No, that's no. You're not going to win game, a lot of games like that. But uh, I mean, moving on here, we had the Steelers and the Bills. The Bills went out and just slaughtered the Steelers very early. Uh, there, there was one throw from uh, Allen to Davis where Davis stuck out one hand. It was a deep ball, for like 65 yards, a touchdown. Minka Fitzpatrick had Davis just guarded like a blanket. It, it was unreal. But yeah, when nothing, he, he kind of like took it away. Yeah, from him I mean, just saw. nothing you could do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's where the Bills and Steelers are. Right what did now. What did you think about the um, What did you think about the hit on Kenny Pickett? I didn't see it. Okay, so Kenny Pickett takes a hit. Um, one of those where he's kind. He's gonna kind of dive. Uh, for the first hour, kind of slide, give himself up. 
Bill's player goes down and hits him, skirm, skirmish, you know, little fight. So Pickett then later, uh, one of the Bill's defenders goes low on a tackle um, as he's throwing it, kind of hits him in the lower leg area. Kenny Pickett's going to learn real quick, don't ever do this again. Just gets up, didn't like the play, pushed the big-ass defensive lineman, and the defensive lineman took him by the face mask and was dragging him around like a rag doll until his offensive lineman came out to help. I'm like, yeah, probably not going to do that again, Kenny. You know? Well, he's not Tom Rookie Brady, under so the, the fire. Like, NFL holy shit. Protect him. Uh, moving on here, we had the Chargers with the Browns. The Chargers escaped with a 30-28 to victory. Uh, Brandon Staley lives on the edge. Yeah. Uh, did, did we see what happened at the end of that game? I, Michael, did, I did not. Okay. I did not. Oh, you didn't hear about this? I did not. Okay, so... Chargers are up 30-28, probably like, I don't know, probably like 50 seconds left. They're on their own 45, fourth and two. He goes for it. They don't get it. And then the, the Browns miss like a 50-yard field goal to, to, to lose the game. But that, that man, he loves going by the analytics. I was just going to say, that's the analytics of the game now, right? You put your guy out there and get two yards. But on your 45 under a minute, you probably want to pump that one away. It's dangerous. Uh -oh. But that's that's what Brand Staley's always done. And... Um, it was nice to see Austin Eckler continue uh, to, to play well, and I, I think Justin Herbert's feeling a lot better uh, these night, these last couple weeks. But, I mean, Eckler, 16 for 173 and a touchdown. Mike Williams had another big game. Uh, Keenan Allen's still hurt. I saw he had a setback last week, so that'll be interesting. But then um, Brissett, I believe, also threw a bad pick again um, kind of towards the end of the game. Brissett's not playing bad. It's just He's just Jacoby Brissett. You're, you're going to have growing pains. There's a reason he's not starting on you know teams consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amari Cooper, uh, 7 for 76 and a touchdown. I think he's a guy that you can look in fantasy. And really Do you ever have guys like in fantasy on your yearly teams that you just don't connect with where it's like you play with them, you play them, they don't yeah, do anything, yeah. and they sit on your bench, do really well for weeks, and then you toss them in? Sure. Amari Cooper's my guy. It's like every week I play him, he'll have like two catches, and then he sits on my bench and has like 20 points. But I'm going with him this week. I, I think he's just going to be a guy that you're going to have to ride or die with. I think he'll have... More I think he, good weeks and yeah, I, was gonna say, I think he's got a good rapport with Brissett. Um, I think um, the the um, game by Austin Eckler. Um, I'm gonna go with him as my uh, like player of the week standout stud. Stand, standout stud um, as as we're gonna we're gonna talk about here. Um, he went over his stats. Um, really impressive game. Uh, like I said, all five foot eight of them, two touchdowns. Really, the the Austin Eckler that I think everybody that was drafting was hoping to get. Sixteen carries, one hundred seventy three yards, and a touchdown, and then four for twenty six and a touchdown receiving. Um, he doesn't give them that; they don't win that game. Uh, so I have him as my uh, stud stud of the week, standout stud, standout of, the stud of the week. All right. Um. So Michael's got. Uh, Austin Eckler, standout star of the week. Yeah. Moving on here, we got the Texans defeating the Jaguars 13-6. Michael, who the hell are the Jaguars? Can you tell me? Do you have any idea what their identity is? I, I you know, this is what happens to young teams uh, when you get a little bit of success. Um, this is what scares me a little bit about, you know, the college football team, Tennessee Volunteers, that, you know, when you get a little bit of success, how do you handle it? Um... You know, Jaguars were sitting at two and one, knowing they had a tough game against Philly, up fourteen to nothing two weeks ago. Lose that game, come home, got the Texans, shit the bed. 
Like, it, it, like there's nothing else I can I can say than that. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence threw it 47 times. That's way too much. Um, you can't be throwing it that many times in the NFL. And you got two picks. It's just, I don't know, just not good enough. Uh, running the ball, they... Um, James Robinson had 10 carries. ETN had 10 carries. So that's 20 between the two, but barely, not even 100 yards between the two guys. It's just... Houston's, Houston is, is one of those teams that they're bad, but they play you tough. You know, you know what Lovey, I mean? Lovey Smith's got, got them playing they, they play hard. And, they play hard. You know, fantasy-wise, Damian Pierce has a really nice week again, so I think somebody, if you own him or if you want to use him in DraftKings, I think you can start feeling confident about uh, the rookie out of Florida. No. It might be Florida. I don't know. I heard it the other day. I didn't really know. But uh, Damian Pierce, yeah, he had another long touchdown run. I believe that's two weeks in a row where he's played really well. Uh, so Damian Pierce might be a guy, a cheaper option because he does play for the, uh, the Texans. That he's going to be a cheaper option. I was right, too. It was Florida. Gotcha. He's drafted in the fourth round. Okay. All right, uh, moving on here. Uh, we have the... We have the Bears and the Vikings. The Vikings defeat the Bears 29-22 to go to 4-1 and one in the NFC North. Uh, they, you know, they're probably feeling pretty good sitting on top of that division. Yeah, um, you know, come out to a big lead. They still, that's the one thing about Minnesota. Uh, they got out to a big lead. They ended up, uh, you know, giving it away uh, to a very bad Chicago team. So that, that's alarming. Obviously, uh, David Montgomery was back. They ended up scoring a touchdown late to get that game to take the lead back, but they were down uh, with less than five minutes to go, down 22-21. The Bears got a touchdown taken away from them. Justin Fields had a long run, then there was a legal block in the back that hurt the Bears. Um, I don't even know if they got points from that, but I mean, this might be a game for the Vikings that, yeah, it's a division opponent, but it might be one where it's just kind of hard to get up from because I think we all feel like, and probably everybody feels like, the Lions are better than the Bears. Uh, so it might have just been kind of like a trap game almost. Yeah, no, I see it, but you can't be having trap games against your 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 division. It you know happens, what I mean? Though. But you know, they saw the Packers lose. They go, ah, well, we're we're it probably matter. Just we, fine. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to win it tonight. I guess that's what they're thinking. Devin Cook played good this game. Justin Jefferson had a hell of a first half. Uh, I believe yeah, he was like ten for one thirty in the first half, yeah. and then he was like he had two for twenty in the second half. So Bears yeah. adjust a little bit, but Justin Jefferson doing Justin Jefferson things. Yeah. Uh, next game here, we got the Patriots shutting out the highest, uh, the most points scored by a team in the NFL this year, the Detroit Lions, 29-0. to uh, Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't see any of this game. Bailey Zappi started for the Patriots. I did see Damian Harris got hurt, so Ramondre Stevenson might be a guy you want to pick up in DraftKings or maybe possibly even on the waiver wire. He isn't on a whole lot of teams, but right. Ramondre Stevenson's a good uh, player. Jacoby Myers was back this week. He's actually a pretty good wide receiver that's cheap that you could pick up, uh, but... Is there, Zappy has looked decent. Is there a quarterback no, controversy no, no, no. here? Why Mac, not? Mac Jones, Why not? Mac Jones is progressing. He's supposed to come back this week. I, Mac Jones, I mean, if Mac Jones doesn't year. play well, Bailey, Bailey Zappy, watch, watch out. You know you're talking out of your ass. Okay, I do want to say something here. I have written down, no way Lions score more than 30 points. I have that written down from last week. I don't know if you want to go back and listen to the pod, because I said it, because I wrote it down, okay? Just like TNT, I wrote it on a little sticky note. I got it written down. They scored a zero. They scored a zero. 
Give me some props for that, homeboy. I can give you props. <laughs> you don't get props from me. Uh, next game here, we got the Saints and the Seahawks. Saints. Oh, sorry, sorry. First, um, let me repeat. Detroit Lions, uh, Trace, Cody, uh, Lane, and Rob all took the Lions, plus three. Michael, myself, and Pens took the Patriots, minus three. Pens and I win the bet. Uh, next on here we got the Saints and Seahawks. The Saints defeated the Seahawks 39-32. Uh, Taysom Hill had an absolute monster yeah, game. I believe he had like three touchdowns. But the one thing I'm, well, the other thing, Rashad Penny got hurt for the Seahawks. So Kenneth Walker might be a guy you want to go pick up in some leagues. I was sitting on a bench in one league. Um, the one thing I'm going to say, Geno Smith has actually really impressed me this he year has. with what he has done. Uh, wasn't in a very good situation, drafted in New York, but... You know, he's been a career backup, but now he's, he's actually played really well, even getting Tyler Lockett and T.K. Metcalf the ball. So the Seahawks aren't as bad as what we thought they were going to be. Geno Smith has looked really good this year. I was staying away from D.K. all year, right? D.K. Metcalf, I'm staying away. I'm not drafting him. Well, we didn't think Geno was starting. Yeah, right. I thought it was Drew, Drew, Drew Lock. Lock. Geno, like, I picked up Geno in a league. Um, not bad. I believe I dropped Jameis for Geno. Like, I, I'm... I'm on the train. He's throwing, making a lot of nice throws off platform. That's a little scary to me, like on the run, um, that some of those could get picked. But he's figuring it out right now. And you can't tell me he doesn't have targets out there in DK and Lockett. Um, Noah Fant, Will Disley. Like, he's got guys. The problem is, is one, two, three, four, only five guys catch balls from last week. He only completed 16 passes. Um, I think that was just a, a, a bit of how the game went. Um, but, yeah, Kenneth Walker, 8 for 88 and a touchdown. Uh, long a long run. A 69-yarder. Yeah. But if you can if you can work him in, um, I'm going to look like a good fantasy owner drafting him early and sitting on him for five weeks, not not uh, dropping him. So hopefully that, hopefully that lasts. Um, but, yeah, the Saints, that was the other guy that I was thinking about um, was Taysom, Taysom Hill. Uh, nine rushes, 122 yards, um, one for one passing, 22 yards and a touchdown. And then um, I believe received, did he get it? No, he didn't get any receiving. So um, still a nice game with three rushing touchdowns, I apologize. So four total. Um, but the, the I want to explain uh, to the listeners, uh, bro, Rob, uh, a brother, had said, why aren't they using him more off? Why isn't he a starting quarterback? What, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, we've seen the Taysom Hill at quarterback experiment. It's just, he's a gadget guy. He's a guy that, uh, you know, it's easy to game plan for him when he's a quarterback, but it's hard to game plan for him when you stick him in there in the Wildcat when he could, you know, usually yeah. Wildcat, your running back's not going to throw. Well, he could throw, you know, right. so it's right. just, it's easier and it's going to work better for them to use him as a gadget guy just because he is so versatile when, you know, he's not a great thrower. He's, he's not, not a great he's not an NFL level, Yes, NFL level thrower, but using him out of Wildcat, he's going to complete more than 50% of his passes, he's a more, which you can't say for out of Wildcat. He's a more athletic Tim Tebow. Yeah, exactly. And and that's and that's where he's, um, that's his niche. And I think he understands, he's getting paid handsomely to be a niche player. So I think he's quite all right with it. Um, but yeah, that is why you can't, you can't use him. He's not a quarterback that's going to be throwing the ball 40 times a game. It's just, it, we've seen it. It's not good. It, it's not going to work, especially in Sean Payton's offense. It wasn't working, much less in Dennis Allen's offense. But um, I just wanted to kind of explain that, how it's just, 
you you can't you can't expect him to play like that every week if he's taking fifty to sixty snaps a week. It's just not him. Yeah, next game we got here, we got the Dolphins and the Jets. And the Jets have my standout stud of the week. Uh, the standout stud of the week that I am taking is Brees Hall, running back, rookie running back out of uh, Iowa State. 97 yards on the ground, 100 receiving, one touchdown, had about 30 fantasy points this week. Brees Hall is a guy that's just getting used more and more. And, you know, the Jets took care of the Dolphins in this game. Teddy did go out after the first drive. Uh, but this isn't the same old Jets. I think the Jets are, they, they have a decent squad and Salah's building something good. It's always going to come down to what Zach Wilson does, but when you got Brees Hall and Michael Carter sitting out there in the backfield to help you out, it makes things a lot easier when, I mean, the Jets haven't had a decent running back in a long time. Yeah, I mean, who, who are you giving me as their decent running back? And I'm not talking about a guy that... Curtis Martin? I was just going <laughs> to say, you could say Le'Veon Bell, but I'm talking about a guy who did it as a Jet. Yeah, well, Damian Tomlinson was a, you know, he was a late Jeez. scrub there. And but but I want a guy that did it it's as... Curtis, it's Curtis Martin. That's it, who it I is. think off the top of my head. It is. It is. Um, and now they have two. And Yeah, you're right. Um, Miami, they are getting snake-bitten right now. Um, some say karma. Um, well, and Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle have some injury issues right now, and yeah, they're in trouble right as of right now. And it's crazy. Get Three and zero, we're talking about probably being the top five team in the league, and now it all just comes down to health. It, so it does, but that's the NFL, especially in football. That's that's football right there. It's it's health. Um, so yeah, Miami's struggling. Um, I think they'll get some things fixed, but they're really going to have to figure out what they got at quarterback. Uh, because if it's not Teddy or if it's not um, Tua, it's Tua. I mean, their guys going to be Tua. What, yeah. what, no, I'm, I'm saying, are they going to be worried about putting Tua back out on the field? I, I, I have a feeling they're going to be worried about putting Tua back out on the field. I don't think they're going to rush him, but I don't think they're going to worry about it. I think once he's cleared, they're good with it. But. Yeah. Hey, the Jets are three and two. Yeah, and that's the, the Jets and the Giants, three and two, four and one. And big game against the Packers this weekend. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, next game we got here: Buccaneers Falcons. Uh, the Buccaneers defeat the Falcons twenty-one to fifteen. Thank you to the refs for protecting Old Man River. Uh, awful, awful roughing the passer call at the end of the game. Um, the Buccaneers—they're just a weird team right now. Uh, they're they're still. Still beating up, and I just I don't think that the, the offense is good because the line isn't as good. O-line isn't as good. Falcons aren't a terrible team. I, I mean, this, this NFL season, there really isn't anybody who's bad. You know, it's just like they're gonna, they, they don't have a chance to win a game. I think that every team, has, you know, is somewhat decent, which is something different. At least the bad past. teams at least do something good enough to keep it competitive. I think that's what, you know, that's the line, how I The see Lions it. are 1-4, and, four and they, they, they're they, good they, offensively. they could be 4-1. The Texans are terrible, but they play tough. You know, yep. they, they, like you can say these things about all these teams. We can't always say. Right. The Bears, they're a terrible offensive team. They got two wins. But they got two wins already. So they're, they're figuring, yeah, they're figuring it out. Um, one thing, you know, I just I talked about this with um, with one of the games before. Tom Brady throws the ball 52 times. It, in an NFL, that, that, that's too much. That you, you, there's, there's no balance in the game. Um, they ran the ball 19, 20, 23 times. Um, I mean, it sounds like they just had a lot of plays, though, too. I mean, they yeah, but, the ball but, but 52 to 23, that's, that's 2 to 1. That's over 2 sounds to 1. Like like, it's just, it's not, it's not good enough. Um, you know, you get the win. 
But um, I, I just I don't I don't know if you want Tom Brady throwing the ball 52 times. Like if that's the recipe for the Buccaneers this year, they're not winning the Super Bowl throwing it 52 times. I don't think the Buccaneers are winning the Super Bowl. So well, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not worried I'm, about it. I'm just I'm just saying I think that is I feel like that is going to be a recipe for disaster. Tom should stay in retirement. Uh, next game we got here, Titans-Commanders. This one was one that came down to the end, and Carson Wentz did what Carson Wentz does. Throws a pick in the end zone to basically yeah. end the game. Uh, Titans fans got to feel a little bit better. Derrick Henry's starting to play better. Blue, he had two touchdowns, uh, ran for over 100 yards. So, you know, the, the Titans are not they are not sexy, but they're kind of like the NC State of the NFL. They just, they're, they're winning games right now. But oh, and I, the Titans I, I are think, now 3 and 2. I think when it comes down to it in a big game, they're not going to win it. But, you know, they're beating the teams they should beat. Yeah, uh, like I said, Derrick Henry, uh, decent game. Um, you know, I really would like to see uh, Traylon Burke. Uh, I, I know he's hurt right now. Um, you know, there just really isn't any wide receivers out there. Robert Woods, four for 37. That's not good enough. Um, he, he was their leading receiver in amount of catches. Uh, they had Westbrook. I'm not going to pronounce his last name. Ikain? Ikain? Uh, two for 72. It's just not, you know. And Tannehill, uh, he throws it 25 times. So there really isn't an, a lot of balance. Um, or I should say they are balanced, but I feel like... Teams, teams know what they can do. Yeah, exactly. That they're just not throwing the ball enough. Um, there's got to be that fine line. You know, some teams throwing it way too much. Some teams aren't throwing it enough. So it's kind of written there, but do what you got to do. Beat you know, beat the Commanders and go to three and two. Start out zero and two. Now you're three and two, and leading the division. Worst division in football. Worst division. Uh, next we got here the 49ers defeated the the final game of Matt Rule's career, the Panthers, 37-15. Uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G just gets wins. They put up a big game. You know he's not ever going to be the star of the offense, but Jeff Wilson had a nice game, and Jimmy G. Jib with Jimmy D. Jimmy G does just got to win. George Kittle was used a little bit more in this game. Um, Debo Samuel. The 49ers, got, the 49ers got to feel good about what they have. And we, we, we said this. We said the Trey Lance out and Jimmy G, we felt like they're, they're, they're a better contender. They're, they're better right team. now, they are they're, better. And yeah. they're, they're playing well. Yeah, they, they are a better team without, um, without Trey Lance. Short term. Uh, next one we got here, I believe this was a pick. We had the Eagles taking on the Cardinals 20-7. Also believe Michael put a lock of the week on this. Yep. Uh, when I saw Kyler Murray come out in his lime green suit, I thought Eagles by a million. That was yep. disgusting. Yep. Uh, but the Eagles squeaked it out 20-17. to The Cardinals actually missed a kick uh, at pretty much at the – was it at the buzzer? Uh, to go to overtime. Uh, but Eagles moved to 5-0. Yeah, They're the only undefeated team in the NFL. Uh, believe they got out to kind of a quick start and kind of just – you know, put yeah. it in neutral the rest of the game. Right. But the Eagles got it done in in a in Arizona. So Trace, Cody, myself, Lane, Pens, Rob, we all picked the Eagles uh, minus the five. Didn't get the cover. Um, so, uh, I you know for the Eagles, good for them. You know, five and zero is a good win for them. Uh, the Cardinals. Listen to this stat. That is eight straight losses at home. If you're not a Cardinals fan, you can thank myself and my wife. We went out to Arizona last year when the Packers beat them. They were the first team to start that streak. Um, but that that's crazy for a team that that 
you know, had had playoff aspirations last year, did end up making the playoffs last year, and then you go out and pay Kyler, and now now you're, you know, pay JJ, what, like, you have guys out here. I mean, obviously they're waiting on Hopkins to come back, but eight straight home losses. That's crazy. Well, that is one thing to note as well. Marquise Brown had another nice game against Darius Slay, who has shut down a lot of um, no, opponents. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So Marquise Brown playing well, that is something good for them. That when they get Hopkins back, they have two legit number ones, I think. Um, but, yeah, the Cardinals, uh, just to note, Call of Duty comes out at the end of the month. So that'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens. We'll see what happens. I just, their, their running game it's just, it's not there. They don't have a running back. No, they had three running backs get hurt in this game, yeah. by the way. James Conner is decent when he's healthy, but three running backs get hurt, that hurts. Uh, next game here, we had the Cowboys and the Rams. It was Fox's 325 game. Cowboys defeated the Rams 22-10. to Michael, is it time to panic a little bit for the Rams? I mean, two and three? It's, it's, uh, the, the, the problem with the Rams is there's no running game, Okay. Talked about being balanced. Um, it's just, excuse me, the running game is not there. Cam Akers, 13 for 33. Coop, one for, Cooper Cup, 1 for 4. And Bilal Powell, 1 for 1. Like, or, sorry, Brandon Powell, 1 for 1. Like, that's, that's, that's not, that's not enough. That's 15 carries. Um, Stafford threw it 42 times. Uh, Cooper Cup threw it once and, and, R. Dixon, whoever the hell R. Dixon is. Oh, their, their punter, Riley Dixon, he threw it one time. Um, you know, Cooper Cup got him 7 and 125. Cooper Cup's going to get his, and I think that's how teams are defending him. They're just saying, let Cooper get his, don't let him get a bunch of touchdowns, and, and you know, try and get stops. It just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Stafford doesn't look good. It's just not a pretty product that they're putting out on the field right now. Well, here, I'll, I'll tell you what's going on. Rams fans, you should be worried because your offensive line is horrible. Yeah. Stafford has no time. I mean, the dude is literally running there with a chicken with his head cut off. That, I mean, that's why they're so bad. That's the difference between this year and last year. I think Stafford's had, he's having to rush so much. It, he's got to rush with so many things. Now, Dallas has a good pass rush. Micah Parsons is probably going to be the defensive player of the year at this point. If you had to pick now, he's unbelievable. Yeah. But, I mean, there's just no time for Stafford. I'd be worried because they got to get that figured out because if they don't, I, they're, they're chasing mediocrity right now. When Dak Prescott comes back, can you, can you start him? Yeah, when he's 100% Dak's your guy, you're paying him to be that. You, you can't afford not. And when he loses that first game coming out? No, Dak, Are you going Dak's, back to rut? I no, mean, Dak's you're talking about a possible 0-2 Dak and a 4-0 Cooper Rush. I, I mean, Dak's the, guy. the numbers don't lie. Yeah, the media's going to go out there and push that narrative. Well, that's Dak's because your guy. owner and GM push the narrative. That's your guy. Um, I agree. I agree. I'm just messing Cowboys up. Got, Cowboys got a big game coming out this week. We'll talk about that one soon. Next here, we got the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Defeating oh, the Bengals 19-17. Re real quick. Cowboys, Rams, uh, Cowboys, um, plus four and a half. They were taken by Trace, Cody, and Pens. Uh, they win the bet. Myself, Lane, and Rob all lose the bet. Yeah, I believe that was my only win of the week, so at least I got that one. That right. is a true statement. Uh, Bengals and Ravens here. Ravens defeat the Bengals 19-17. Justin Tucker, best kicker in NFL history, doing what he does. Um, you know, kind of just, honestly, kind of just a boring game. 
Yeah. You know, the, the, the Thursday night, the Sunday night did not live up uh, to, I mean, to, to being the, the final games of the night. But, um, 1917, I mean, that's it's not terrible. The Bengals, it's just like you get off the train and then you and then they kind of circle. It's kind of like the Brewers. You're two steps forward, then there's one step back. At time. least there were touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say about this game. Uh, the, Joe Mixon looked decent again to the point where you can feel confident using him in a DraftKings or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the O line in, in Cincinnati is, is not good, and that's really what it comes down to. When the O line is at least managed serviceable where they can protect Joe Burrow, the Bengals have a chance. And this game was almost a push because the Ravens were favored by three. Uh, yeah. I know I took the Ravens. They, they win 1917 and I, a loss. Everybody took the Ravens, but Cody, so Cody ended up winning that bet on the Bengals. Cody ended up winning the week at three and two. Uh, Lane one and four, Rob with a bagel, zero oh and five. Yikes. Uh, Trace one and four, myself and Penzi both two and three. So what are we? What are we overall? Overall, we are Cody nine and ten, Pens twelve and twelve, Trace eleven and thirteen, uh, Lane four and six, Rob seven and eight, myself ten and fourteen. One person is five hundred, and nobody is over five hundred. Pick college games. It is very difficult. It is very difficult to pick NFL games. Uh, last game of the week then was Monday Night Football. It was the Chiefs defeating the Raiders thirty to twenty nine? A game the Raiders were up early, and they were up seventeen. But as the Chiefs do, they never panic. They come back. Uh, the Raiders actually had a chance uh, at the end of the game. They got the ball back, but didn't do anything with it. Um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is. The dude, the dude is never out of the game. No, no matter really what isn't. he does, he it's almost like he, a chance. It's almost like he likes to yeah, get down, and it. then he just like, okay, we're gonna throw the ball all the time now, and then he just gets right back. In the uh, Travis Kelsey had four touchdowns. He has, I believe it was today. Patrick said, Dan Patrick said he had the least amount of receiving yards since 1985 to have four touchdowns. He had 25 receiving yards. Yeah, seven catches, four touchdowns, 25 yards. That's crazy, but. Uh, who is your uh, stat? Uh, your stat stuffer of the of the week? Brees Hall. Oh yeah, it was Brees Hall. I, yep. See, I was thinking about uh, going with Kelsey with the four touchdowns, but I stayed away. Got to give him more than twenty five yards. Yep. So <laughs> I, I, I stayed away on that one. Yeah, uh, the, I guess the only other thing to really look at at the end of this game is that you know the Raiders went for two after scoring a touchdown instead of kicking the extra point and taking. You know, taking the tie and having the chance to get to overtime. I really don't mind it because eventually they had to get a stop either way. They got the stop, they got the ball back, but they just didn't do anything with it. If, if all you all you got to do is just get into field goal range and you had a chance, but you didn't do it. So I don't I don't mind. But it if at you all. kick the extra point because there's four minutes left in the game, either way, get you the get stop. stop. Yeah, you did. You got the stop, but this way you stop and you don't win. If you yeah. kick the extra point and you get the stop, it goes into overtime. To me, it's the same as the NFC Championship game when we kicked the field goal instead of going for the touchdown. Everybody bitched that we kicked the field goal. I didn't, didn't go for the touchdown. So it's analytics. Analytics at its finest the same to go for two and you know set yourself up for a chance to not go to overtime. But I can see both sides. But to me, it didn't really matter. You could flip a coin on what to do and I'm fine like, with either I one. I feel like there's got to be less time on the clock to go for two there. For, for me. Well, I, think, I think that's why they did it, too. Because there was more time? there was more time, yeah. Because yeah, they, didn't, they didn't want to give up a, a touchdown. Uh, see, I, I don't... I, it, to me, I, I, don't, I don't get that one. Um, 
if there was less time on the clock, I, I would totally understand going for it there. Um, on the road, totally get it, but I don't know, that one seemed a little weird. And um, I just feel like Josh McDaniels tries to outthink the game all the time, or he tries to outthink the, the opponent, and, and sometimes that's his biggest detriment. He, some, sometimes he just has to underthink things and do, do the, the sensible thing. He's always trying to be this like mad genius about it. And well, I don't mind it just the, doesn't make sense. I don't mind the play call because Josh, I mean, Josh Jacobs right now is a top five running back the way he's running. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is no, a guy I'm not, that I'm not talking about I stayed, the play I stayed call. away I'm from about the decision. decision. You know, Josh Jeez. Jacobs has had a lot of he's had a lot of a lot of wear on himself right. since he came in as a rookie. But he's playing really well. If he stays healthy, I mean, man, he's he's top five running back right now. I, I just uh, again, my 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 thing that I'm going back to is is McDaniel's is known as this like offensive guru and genius, and as a as a uh, starting head coach, he just hasn't done anything. He's just they, she hasn't done it. They, I don't think Derek Carr, like... Mm, Derek Carr is just, he's I, so hard to figure. Like, he, he could have a great game, and then he has two yeah. bad ones. Like, he just hasn't, he's not consistent enough. No, I get it. And, I mean, the throw, the, the second touchdown to Devontae, where he was, like, running forward and through on that, that was, just, that was a dime. I mean, he dropped it in the bucket, but then it's, there's always two or three where it's like, dude, what are you doing? It's, yeah. I mean, he's he's probably a top, you know, fifteen quarterback, but I would probably put him at fifteen or thirteen, you know, yeah. not high. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that was week five. We'll go ahead. We'll make our picks for week six, and we'll wrap up here. All right. So game one. Nooner. We got the Jets at the Packers. Packers minus seven, coming back from London. The first team to not take the bye after coming back from London. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to take the Jets here. I, I hope I'm wrong with this, just like I was with the Badgers against Northwestern. I hope the Packers go out and destroy them. But, you know, we talked about the struggles defensively for the Packers, especially stopping the run. Uh, we talked about earlier today how Brees Hall, is, he's really starting to turn it up. He's a guy that I would look for in DraftKings this week. But then they also have Michael Carter as well. It's going to come down to Zach Wilson. I think the Packers could win this game. I think it could be a push, but I'm going to take the Jets plus seven. Okay. Um, I can see that this, to me, is like a 50-50 pick, right? Like, I can see this game going one of two ways. I can either see Packers coming back from London, lethargic, playing like crap, losing the game, right? That's Has Matt LaFleur ever lost back-to-back -back yet? I don't, know. I don't know if he has. I don't think so. The other way I can see it going down is, is Green Bay comes back to Lambeau, figures it out, and, and you know handles business comfortably. Um, I'm going to go with the latter just because I've never seen a team come back from Lambeau, not on a bye. I think London. Packers... London. Yeah, London. London. Going across the pond to Lambeau. <laughs> Far drive for the oh, Packers. Oh, Jesus. All right. It's getting late here. Um... I'm taking the Jets. I think the Packers win, but it's it's closer than seven points. Uh, so I'm going to take the Jets. Next, we have Patriots at Browns. Browns favored by three points. I like Cleveland in this matchup. Um, 
I like them because they're at home. I think this is basically a pick'em game. They're only favored by three. Uh, they've been able to score. That really hasn't been their problem. I think you know the the difficulty with with Cleveland is is um, has been getting stops. Uh, if it's Bailey Zappi again, I'm confident that they'll be able to get those stops. Uh, so I'm taking the Browns. Um, in the Browns running game, minus three. I'm going to take the Browns as well in this one. Uh, you know, Damian Harris getting hurt for the Patriots doesn't help them. We still don't know if Mac Jones is playing or not. Uh, you know, Bailey Zappi looked good, but, I mean, anybody's looked good against the Lions defense this year. I think the, the Browns are going to look a little bit better defensively. I think Nick Chubb's going to continue just having big games. Uh, and then, like we said earlier, Jacoby Brissett hasn't looked bad this year. He just makes a couple decisions where you kind of shake your head. But I think losing Damian Harris is big for the Patriots just because it's kind of that, you know, they, 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 they do so much tag teaming, that's a big loss for them. Next we have Baltimore, minus five at the New York Giants. Put some respect on the Giants for me. Put some respect. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. I think the Giants kind of come back down to reality this week. We've seen the Ravens jump out to big leads a couple times this year and blow it. I think they jump out to a big lead. Uh, I think it gets within a touchdown uh, after that big lead, but I think the Ravens end up winning by 10. I think Lamar's going to run all over them, and the Giants still don't have anybody to throw to, uh, and that's kind of the weakness of this Baltimore defense, so I think that they're really going to be stacking the box and trying to make Saquon you know, beat them which he has beaten a lot of teams this year, but I'm going to take the, the Ravens. I think they get up to a big lead, and they start learning from their mistakes. Yep, and that's, and that's the thing. Baltimore has come out to these leads, um, and then they've kind of, you know, pissed them away, I guess you could say. I think they're learning that. They're figuring that out. I mean, they did let that game go away against uh, the Bengals, but they got over that hump. They got the win. Um, so I think they're riding high off that. I do also like the Ravens um, in this game beating the Giants. Next we've got Bills at Kansas City Chiefs. Bills favored by two and a half. Chiefs are a road dog. Home dog. Home dog. I've got the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs get one stop. One stop. The first team to get a stop in this game wins. And I think it's the Chiefs. I'm just taking them because they're at home. Uh, tough place to play at Arrowhead. Back-to-back -back games at Arrowhead. I like the Chiefs. Yeah, this isn't a line I really understand. I'm going to take the Chiefs at home as well. You're getting two points at home. Uh, I think this might be one of the most anticipated games of the regular season, just with the, the duel they had in the divisional playoff game, so much so that it literally change the overtime rules in the playoffs. Uh, even if we, we talked earlier, even if Mahomes gets down 10, 14 points, he's never out of it. They just find ways. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs as home dogs, and I think that they win this game outright as well. And last, we've got the Cowboys at the Eagles. Eagles favored by five. Um, is this, this is Sunday night football. I think this is going to be a good game for Sunday night football. What do you got? Uh, I'm taking the Eagles in this one. I think they win by a late touchdown by Hertz. Uh, I think the Cowboys, you know, their, their offense did look great last week against LA. 
Um, I think the Eagles defense is a little bit better. Slay is a good cornerback. We've talked about that. Um, but I think Hurts is just going to be too much for them. I think that uh, the Dallas pass rush is actually going to make it harder for them because he's going to get out of the pocket and just run around. I think A.J. Brown has a bounce back week, and then if he doesn't, he's still got Smith and Goddard to throw to. So I'm going to take the Eagles think they win by a touchdown. And, uh, it's, and it's in Philly, so that's always interesting. It's really hard to make any room on Trace uh, when he when he makes these picks, but I'm I've, five for five. We're picking the same thing every game. I would say it's smart picks, but I'm one for last week. So. <laughs> that was two of three, so I did make a, a little bit. I just, I, I think... The thing that scares me about Dallas is the second I start buying into what they're doing, that's when they lay an egg. I do give Mike McCarthy credit. He's I doing do a lot well. better than I thought he would there. When he flamed out at Green Bay and then he was hired at Dallas, Miami. that offense doesn't really look good yeah. at all. So yeah. I give Mike McCarthy credit. He has evolved a little bit. but So as I'm saying here, I think... I think I'm starting to believe in the Cowboys a little bit, and that's when they have a clunker, and they're gonna really come out and and have a have a tough game. Obviously, it's a big game against a rival, five and zero Eagles. This is five and zero against four and one. This is gonna matter for home field advantage in the playoffs. Like it's a really big game. Um, in that respect, I'm gonna take the home team, take the Eagles. Yeah, and they're already saying that Dak hasn't been ruled out for this game. If the Cowboys would play Dak, that'd be the dumbest thing ever. I mean, that'd be the most Jerry Jones, like, you need to play Dak thing ever. Uh, so, you know what, go ahead and do that, because I think we're really going to cover that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, should be a fun another week of football. Uh, we'll wrap up here. Uh, again, send us your picks. Follow us on Twitter. Send us an email with your picks. You can text us, whatever. But it uh, should be a really fun week of college football this weekend, and then, as always, a, a fun week of the National Football League. Peace out, boys.